Hey guys, welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode. It and for is... you playing bingo. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. Because today's episode six. And I think I'm super pumped about this episode, not so much for the episode, but just because I feel like we're actually doing it. The podcast is happening. It is, guys. It's a real thing, and we're really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, welcome back. You made it to episode six. Woohoo! Yeah, no, 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 I'm super excited because I feel like we're the best friends of a thousand ideas. Yeah. And this is an idea that is going a distance for us, so I'm excited. Yeah, we're actually, like, following through. This is exciting. Um, But this week's episode is a lot of fun. Um, It's a holiday episode, which I feel like a lot of shows kind of start out doing when they are in the first season, and then we never see holidays ever again. Yeah, that's very true. I can see that. Just kind of introduce to the home life and more of the character. Except for they do stay consistent with Christmas episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true, yeah. All right, now we're going to get started and look into this week's episode. So, again, it's called Thanksgiving. Lee, can you give us that rundown? Uh, Yeah, the summary for this episode is Mindy spends Thanksgiving at her best friend Gwen's house where she runs into a former blind date, Dennis, uh, and his new girlfriend. Elsewhere, Jeremy is introduced to Betsy's family, and Danny spends the evening alone at the hospital. Now, that intro enough, like, alone should get you excited for this episode. No, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have toxic masculinity, uh, Mindy's messy phase, uh, Betsy Boo. hot messy phase. (laughs) Thank you. Very true. All right, guys. So now we're going to dive into some of our writers, directors, and new actors in this episode and kind of give you a little background on these guys. So the person who wrote this episode is Adam County. Yeah, no, he uh, wrote on a couple of great TV shows, Silicon Valley, Community, uh, a couple episodes of The Mini Project, and yeah, no, just all around a great writer. Yeah, and then we also had it directed by Michael Spiller, who we kind of talked about a little bit in episode two, because we're going to see him a little bit more throughout the season as well. And let's just talk about some of the new characters who we actually may recognize from other shows. So this week we see... um, the grandmother of Betsy. Yes, yes. And super fan, or super fan, superstore fan. Super, super fan, superstore fan. I know. See how hard it is to say? Yeah. <laughs> no, Myrtle. That's right. Myrtle, a.k.a. Linda Porter. And rest in peace because she passed away a few years ago. R.I.P. Porn went out for my homie. But uh, she's fabulous in this. She's really great in Superstore as well. So if you're a fan, make sure to check out that show. But... So, I love her. I just have one quick thing. So how yeah. long do you think it, it was between this and Superstore? That's a great question, because when did Superstore come out? I mean, this was in 2012. Yeah, just because we have, like, a funny instance of saying how somehow she looks younger in Superstore, which you know she shot later than this. So, okay, so Superstore came out in 2015. Oh. So this is three years later. And, uh, and I don't even know if she was in... Was she in the first... Yeah, she was in the first yeah, season. Yeah, like, like, fine wine, just... Getting better with time. You know, it happens. It's awesome, though, because, I mean, she looks great in Superstore, hilarious in Superstore, um, but also really fun in this as well. Yeah. Do we have anyone else for this episode? We have Ed Helms, who comes back, as we know. Yes, Andy Bernard. Woohoo! He's hilarious in this. Um, And then our friend from Never Have I Ever, Rachel Marjani. Yeah, uh, Kamala, who plays uh, Davy's older cousin on uh, Never Have I Ever. 
Yes, and it's really fun to see her in this role before she lands the Never Have I Ever role. Yeah, no, I think you were telling me how, like, Mindy likes to use, like, some of the same actresses and actors and other projects. I think she also has a good team of writers because, actually, fun fact, too, is that Lang Fisher is one of the writers on the Mindy Project, who I think we'll see a little later in the series, but she's the co-creator of Never Have I Ever. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I like to see the teamwork. Uh, so now we're going to move into some fashion for this episode, or? Sure thing. We can move into some fun fashion. So I love two of the outfits from this show. Um, first off, the scene where she has a navy blue crystal embolized sweater. Mm-hmm. That's by Alice and Olivia. And I love the dazzling dress that she borrows from Gwen, which is Nailhead Dress by Rebecca Taylor. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes, those are my two favorite looks from this one. I, I said it three episodes ago, but I am going to get involved in the fashion breakdowns and start having some male representation on this show. Please do. I, you know what? I love it. I embrace it. I'm excited because there are so many cool fashion choices that are made throughout the series, um, but particularly I love Mindy's, and I'm always going to break her character down. And finally, before we kind of dive into this episode, I just want to talk about some of the music we hear. I could not get the first song for some reason, that, like, really cool old-school song that plays in that first scene. But I have Wind Up by San... Or Wind It Up, sorry. Wind It Up by San Quinn that plays in the club scene. We have the Gobble Wobble. Oh, yeah. Performed by your own Betsy Boo. That's right. Betsy Bear. (laughs) It's multiple. It's it's interchangeable with all cute names. I love it. And then we have The Piano Man by both Billy Joel and then Chris Messina, a.k.a. Danny Castellano. Yeah. No, I love that. So, all right. let's, Let's get into it. All right. Let's do it. So, let's get right into this cold open, which was amazing for me because I just loved everything about this. The idea of Josh cooking food off of panini presses, but multiple panini presses. Yeah, I believe it was six panini presses, which is, what? Who has six panini presses? No, and then the food on the table, it was like tilapia, shrimp, and then things that I would not want to see cooked on a panini press. The funny thing is, the food itself looked good, but Mm. as we saw from Mindy's face, it clearly did not taste good. Yeah. I mean, a Red Bull glaze? Yeah, no. And I love that she said, like, I know, like, I look mad right now, and I like that the food was so terrible that it made her angry. Well, it was, she's like, I'm more worried about anything that your taste buds thought this was edible. And I guess he does, really does drink energy drinks, and I feel like at every meal I see him. Yeah. And I think it is true. Like, you get excited, this idea of, like, you know, your boyfriend cooking you a meal. Like, it's very sweet and romantic, and then it just kind of goes to a halt for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One of which is that it's terrible tasting. Two is the fun conversation of are they exclusive or not. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I love because... The jokes in this part are really funny. Like, when he's like, oh, like, are you going to go hook up with your hot nurse? She's like, no, 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 but are you going to go? And he's like, uh, let's avoid this conversation. Yeah, no, it was super awkward, but it made me think, like, is being exclusive something you really have to say to someone, or is it kind of like, okay, like, we've been dating for, like, No, I think 100% weeks. it has to be said. has to be said? I feel like wow. it has to be said, because wow. I'd be like... You know, out of the trust issue. Yeah, I feel like it has no, to be okay, said. yeah, no, I, I guess I didn't see that. But uh, also, like, we're going past, like, one joke that I thought was hilarious. And I think it says a lot about their relationship, just because Mindy's a very strong woman, but I think she sometimes, like, takes 
this kind of weird energy from Josh. Kind of like when she's kind of opening up this, like, cold open and she talks about how, like, being cute and kind of a rom-com and wearing, like, a big flowy, like, kind of jersey to a Super Bowl game and you just hear him cut and say, actually, I prefer you wear something more form-fitting. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, shut up. Like, don't know what to do. <laughs> also, I love the joke of, you mean when you come back riddled with STDs and I no longer want you? No, seriously. I love that so much because it's, you know, it's great. It's hilarious. Yeah, it comes back dirty from the role and I'm supposed to take you on. Um, also, I do think it's interesting that we learned a couple of quick things. Mm-hmm. One, that Mindy cannot cook and that she's enlisted Morgan to help her cook for the sweet price of $50. And a turkey carcass, which I love throughout this episode. You still do not find out what he needs that for. Yeah, no. Uh, Morgan is definitely one of the more interesting, complicated characters, I will say. Yeah, no, very complex. Like, leads a definitely a secret life that you definitely want to know about. Also, like, I wonder what happened to Gwen's arm. She broke her arm. Yeah, I know. It was just, like, Gwen broke her arm. I don't know. I assume chasing after her daughter in some way. I don't know. Yeah. So this opening scene is fantastic, but then it ends with a fire. (laughs) Because what other way to avoid this conversation with Mindy about being exclusive than a fire starts? Mindy's still trying to keep the conversation going. Oh, yeah, no. She needs to get to the bottom of this because he's about to go on the road, like, tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, no, let's take a rain check on this combo. And she's like, no, we're going to talk about it. And then it's like, you know, the power's out, then it's the fire, then it's the fire's getting bigger. Yeah, no, Josh is no help with this fire. Like, No, he hides. He's hiding behind Mindy. Which, I wanted to talk about this. Okay. In the first episode, mm-hmm. a call back to that first episode, when Danny asks Mindy at the end yeah. about when she went out with Dennis originally, which is also another callback because we see Dennis anyway. But That's true. Anyway, when he says to her about this idea of a man, is this person a real man, right? Mm-hmm. Which it's its own complicated thing. But yeah. the idea of is he the type that will protect you, basically? Is he the type that will kind of protect you from a burglar, or protect you from this or that? Yeah. And we see this characteristic played out with Josh. He's clearly not the type that's going to do this. Uh-uh. He's going to hu- run and hide. Yeah, no, I definitely don't think Josh is that guy who's going to get up in the middle of the night and make sure the house is clear just because the smallest fire he was um, hiding behind with his glass of wine. Yes, and hiding behind Mindy, too. Yeah. Which I also thought was an interesting thing. And Mindy's, like, trying to be like, no, like, you need to save us. You need to do this. And then one of my favorite lines is, um, okay, well, just fight fire with fire. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Okay, so we start up on this next scene where we see Mindy and... Morgan on the train. Yeah, Morgan on the train. Totally forgot about that. Uh, on the train, and Morgan is eating shrimp... At 8 a.m. Yeah. 8 a.m. From uh, anything that can be described as a buffet-size container on the train. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know what's weirder about this. (laughs) Why he has this huge thing. Mm -hmm. Why he's eating it at 8 a.m. On a train. I don't know. The whole thing is just interesting. It it reeks of Morgan, basically. It does. I mean, it's clearly his character, 100%. And I do think it's interesting because as he's doing this, and Mindy's kind of calling him out on it too, mm-hmm. we're also getting this cute little advice scene because she's talking about her boyfriend and how he doesn't want to be exclusive. And yeah. then Morgan's like, well, if he doesn't say, like, if he's not exclusive, then you don't have to be exclusive. Yeah, no, basically saying to Mindy, like, hey, you're free to look around too. You know, if he's going to be looking around, like, there's no reason you shouldn't be out there looking around. You know, he goes around it in a weird roundabout way and, like, how he was trying to be cute with, like, oh, I wouldn't let you touch... 
Like my like wouldn't let you touch dollar bills because they have men on it and then gets No, weird. I think it's super cute because you see that like even though Josh doesn't might not want to be exclusive with Mindy right now, Morgan will 100% want to be exclusive with Mindy. Yeah. Like, so badly, he wants her chained up in the basement, so she only looks at her, looks at him. And then as he says it out loud, it's like, oh, too far. Yeah, too far. <laughs> it's like, boy. And it's just an agreement. She looks and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah. Let's look, think about that, as sweet as the sentiment was originally. Um, and then we see this interesting pairing that you and I talk about all the time as being such a, like, a unique pairing, which yeah. is Jeremy and Betsy. Yeah, Betsy being so innocent. And Jeremy being Jeremy. Yeah, I think you don't even need to explain. (laughs) That's just who he is. Yeah, and they're spending Thanksgiving together, which I want to know how that came about. Was, like, did Betsy come into the office and, like, was like, hey, guys, anyone need somewhere to go for Thanksgiving? Or Yeah, one thing this episode made me question, because I feel like I didn't really see it in the other episodes, but, like, how long has Jeremy been in America? Because it feels like he's still kind of, like, learning about a little bit. He seems, like, very interested. Yeah, and I think he loves learning about the traditions of, like, American families of Thanksgiving. So I I do love this. I also love that we find out that Shauna is spending her Thanksgiving touring hotel minibars in Atlantic City. Yeah, that also sounds on brand, too, as well. 100% on brand. 100%. And then we find out a little bit more about Betsy's family, right? Mm -hmm. She warns Jeremy that her family isn't as, quote-unquote, sophisticated as them. Yeah, I believe she said they got bullied on the Mayflower. And I and also I just want to point this out, a red flag for Jeremy for me, and I and I'm a big fan of Jeremy's character. But I cannot trust anybody's family who finance ships <laughs> in olden times. <laughs> <laughs> for the Mayflower. Yeah. Oh, my ancestors did that. I was like, yeah. oh, gosh. But, yeah, and then, um, he, you know, she kind of says that they treat her like this little kid and that the only other British person they know is her GPS lady. Yeah. <laughs> I related to this because my um, GPS is a British man, and I love it, so. <laughs> you have a British man? So I have, I have thanks, thanks for Apple being, like, all-around inclusive, but I have an Indian woman. Oh, my God, I, I love I, that. I think it sounds, it sounds, like, so, like, nice, and I asked her, like, What's the weather? I'm like, ooh. I love it. I love this feature, and I think it's kind of cool. It feels like you're learning about different cultures in some ways. Um, but, yeah, no, that is just hilarious. So who else were you missing? Where is Danny? Oh, that's right. Danny is deciding to spend Thanksgiving on his own because he says he has plans to the other doctor. Yeah. But we find out it's just him being alone in the office. No, which seems like kind of like his vibe. He gets back to the office. No one's there. No talking. No loud Mindy in the back. So it seems like how he'll want to celebrate his Thanksgiving, but I just think it's sad. Just it like is that. sad, and you kind of wonder why, because, like, I, I don't want to do any spoilers, because I'm like, there is someone who yeah. I can imagine him spending his Thanksgiving with. True, true, true. Okay, let's let's stop here, then. Yeah, then let's, let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's move into this next scene. You'll have to keep listening to find out who we're talking about. But Gwen's husband, Carl, who is a bit of a jokester. Yeah, has been setting up for this door joke, apparently, for, like, the last hour, waiting for them to come. And it's sad because the joke is not even funny, like, at all. And it's just, like, it's funny that it's not funny. No, but then they come into the house, and at the top of the step, we see Dennis. Yeah, we do. Like, that romantic music is playing. It looks, like, so cute. And then Dennis just comes tumbling down the stairs. He sure does, and it's not a graceful tumble. One thing I want to say, though, is that after he gets up from his little fall, is that him and Mindy, like, get right into it with the, like, cute mm-hmm. little flirting, just, like, back and forth. I was like, wow, I was like, they picked up where they left off. Morgan said that she was not exclusive, and she said, you're right, I'm not exclusive. <laughs> yeah, no, confirming that. Morgan's the best. 
I, yeah. And then we get taken back to Betsy, who is with her family. We kind of get to see them now, and they're yeah. all sitting around the table. And she asks for a beer. Yeah, but I think that tall glass of strawberry milk might be a little bit up your alley. Honestly, it looks more delicious to it me. Does, it but, does, actually. But she does not like this. And they're like, oh, maybe you can have like a tiny sip. It's okay. But this is the fancy European beer because it has the two dots above the U. I loved that. I also love that Jeremy was really thoughtful and brings like this candy. Oh, that candy had to be so expensive. Um, and then just for them just to like take a bite and go, oh, yeah, terrible. Grandma told you it going, it's going bad. Um, yeah, so I do, I do love that. I think it's just too bitter because I think everyone's so used to chocolate being sweet, but if you've had different types of chocolates and especially from different places in the world, it can taste different. Yeah, I was going to say that, like I've had chocolate from Europe and it definitely is not as sweet as American chocolate, but I feel like everything, even the bread tastes more like bread in Europe. I feel like it's not as much added sugar as we do over here. Well, I remember I, when I was younger, I had um, a chocolate from, I think it was Ireland, and I went mm-hmm. to go eat it, and I was like, what is this? And it turns <laughs> out it's like they had, like, alcohol infused in them because uh, they didn't know that, like, you know, it's different. Yeah. Kids are drinking over there like 12. <laughs> yeah, so it was just, like, a little different. I was like, oh, so, like, they infuse different things in these different places in the world. So I, I think it definitely can be a little bit of a culture shock for some people when they're trying something new. Yeah. So let's switch back over to Danny. You would think his day can get more depressing, but of course he's like solo trying to learn piano man. Yeah, it does kind of sound a little sad, but you know what? Like maybe this is like his only day to himself. Yeah, and I also like that in his spare time he's practicing singing and playing piano man. Yeah, no, I, I do love that. And then we also go back to Dennis and Mindy having this like real flirty moment with Olive Fingers. Oh yeah, no. And also I just want to put some of the blame of this flirting on to Dennis. Oh, 100%. Just because Mindy is unaware of certain things. She's unaware because we get to meet none other than Gita, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Okay, I need to I need to sidetrack us for like a millisecond of this, okay? Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, so I love this, and I feel like this is something uh, Mindy does a lot. But when I saw this scene, it reminded me of Never Have I Ever when uh, Davey meets Anissa another Indian girl, and how, like, for a long time, like, um, Davy has blamed a lot of stuff on being Indian, and, like, Anissa comes and is, like, having, like, such a great time, and everyone wants to be her friend, and I feel like she just has that same experience here, where it's just like, oh, you really introduced him to another Indian woman? Yeah. <laughs> I know, she definitely does feel replaced, especially by her best friend, yeah. Gwen. Um, I do, I love this, I think, seeing them chat and have this weird combo, and then trying to one get out of the conversation but before she does that she also finds out like you said that they met through Gwen yeah like that's really rough and um but before this like she goes and talks with Gwen Mm -hmm. she tries to get out of his conversation by saying that Morgan's a ventriloquist no he has the ability to throw his voice around and it gets them in trouble in these situations. <laughs> yeah. Which I could definitely, like, see, I don't know, if Morgan had that talent of being like, oh, man, it's not like your voice is coming from that lamp. Yeah, no, I could see him kind of having this skill, too, or, like, making this excuse up. But it's just so sad because you just know she's trying to get out of talking to yeah, them. It's so uncomfortable. She should have just make a phone call. Okay, so now we switch over to Mindy storming into, I think this is, like, a guest bedroom and starts grabbing picture frames off. And then Gwen follows right behind her and... As you see this, Mindy is uh, in the process of taking her photos out of the picture frames. Yeah, she is done. She's like, I see you've replaced me. 
I'm over this. It's been a really nice run, but I am just gonna skedaddle. To which Gwen calls her a hot, like a mess. Yeah, a hot mess. Yeah, definitely a mess. And it's just like, you're being dramatic. And she's like, you know what? I didn't realize you thought it was a mess. And you can tell, like, this really does hurt Mindy. Yeah, no. Well, she said that she didn't believe Mindy was ready for a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which which... also hurts because she doesn't know the full backstory. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, it can be definitely, like, hard to hear. And definitely definitely hear that there was a better fit for this good guy that she had to make sure she introduced to another one of her friends. And she was like, well, I never didn't introduce them. They met here, and you were supposed to come on this tour, but you said you didn't like it because it was, like, you know, whatever. Honky Palooza. Yeah. (laughs) Which Mindy said. (laughs) Quote, unquote. She stands by that being hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, so I just, you have this kind of mismatch, and I think it's because they both don't know the whole story, and so they're both arguing about something that, they're unaware of the other person's perspective. Yeah. And so we have this whole big kind of blowout moment to then we see Betsy regressing. Yeah, no, I mean, she's back home with her parents. They're already, like, treating her like a kid. And I, and I feel like she just doesn't know what to do. And I feel like Jeremy is not being any help at all either. Yeah, because Jeremy's really enjoying himself. He mm-hmm. likes this kind of family dynamic that they're having. And so she regresses. She it feels like her parents are treating her like a child. And kind of freaks out. Yeah, no, basically uh, slamming doors, going to a room. Um. Wait, so then I love, so after this, we go back to Mindy, who's decided that if she's going to be a mess, she goes, I just figured if I'm going to be a mess, might as well be a hot mess, right? And she comes down in Gwen's dress. She comes yeah. down in this brand new attitude. Mm-hmm. And if she wasn't flirting with Dennis before. Oh, no. And he, and even with his girlfriend being there, he is schmitten because he is like, whoa, like, really competing for attention with the turkey over there, which mm-hmm. I thought was, like, a great compliment slash weird compliment because a turkey is the star of the show for Thanksgiving, but also I was, like, kind of weird to compare it to a turkey-based mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so they're going full-on flirting. Mm-hmm. Back to now, Jeremy is wearing Betsy's dad's, like, Hawaiian-type shirt. Yeah. He's really becoming a part of the family He's now. Very, uh, flowy material, you know? Yeah, and she has, like, more temper tantrums and things like that. Yeah, well, um, we saw Jeremy eyeing it up, so he brought one down. And then we find out that um, Betsy has a dance called... The gobble wobble, and they call her Betsy Bear, and like they're really just still treating her this way. So she storms out because she doesn't want to talk about. Well, she doesn't just storm out. I mean, she has to like move her TV (laughs) dinner tray up, moves his to the side. It's like you know, it's an organized kind of storm out. Yes, Um, it's just yeah, I just laugh so hard because like it is. It's this. It's the idea that you're kind of she's being treated this way, and so Mm -hmm. now she's acting the way that she feels she's being treated. So. They're treating her like a child, so now she's acting like a child. It's very interesting. All right, friends, this week's charity highlight is the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Their mission is to create, find, and support programs that directly improve the health and well-being of children and their families. And their vision is a world where all children have access to medical care and their families are supported and actively involved in their children's care. They are a wonderful organization and another great place for you to donate your time Um, any monetary resources or any just support through social media so again mindy is really flirting it up with dennis then we get a cut back to our friend danny who has now made a new friend yeah no he i think he's eating i want to say like somewhat of a chicken parm sandwich something like that decides you know what i'm gonna share like this thanksgiving with this mouse 
and the mouse wants no part. Like, the mouse sees food and walks away. That's how depressing Danny is right now. Yeah, it's... Poor Danny. Yeah, I know. He's, he's not winning today. He really isn't. But we come back now to Mindy and um, Dennis kind of getting closer and closer. And then, oh, gosh, they get they start to, like, hook up. And then Gwen walks in, and Gwen loses it. Oh, yeah, I know. Super loses it. I, I like that when um, Mindy and uh, Dennis get up, they're, like, entangled. He's, <laughs> she's entangled in his uh, vest. His sweater vest, his which sweater was, vest. what <laughs> was she doing, which is hilarious. Um, lipstick all over. He oh, looks yeah. a mess. Yeah, I know. And he's like, honestly, I'm as surprised as you are. But, no, but he makes a, a pretty smooth exit because he said he drank a lot of iced tea at dinner, and he has to go pee. Yes, you know, so graceful. Um, so then he leaves and we see them start arguing because now Gwen's mad and disappointed with Mindy and Mindy's just like, well, you know what? Like, whatever. And then, um, as they're really arguing, we hear, um, Gwen's husband go, this happens like about once a year. Like this, you know, oh, yeah, no, they're best friends. I mean, like they have it out, like, you know, the big blowout every once a year and then, then they're fine. And, um, to distract everyone from hearing their huge fight, we see Morgan do some push-ups. Yeah, no, Morgan says, do you want to see how many push-ups I can do? Which seems like a very weird question to ask, but I like, because I always hear people tell me this, like, make sure you have some type of party trick or party story. If you're ever in, like, one of these social situations just to, like, talk, and you just see Morgan, like, knocking out these push-ups, and I like that they even, like, progressively get harder and harder, because he then, like, adds a child to his body. Yeah, he adds a little Riley to it. <laughs> it's just so much. And he does, like, over 100, which is yeah, really no, impressive. Yeah. Especially with the child on top. Um, so that was really interesting. But we go back to Mindy. They're fighting. They are just, like, at each other's throats. Then you have Jeremy, who gives Betsy some perspective. Yeah, like, Jeremy basically said, like, he kind of missed out on this idea of, like, being a child and kind of, like, being true like a child because he felt like at such a young age he had to, like, be an adult when his father <laughs> told him to tell his mother he wanted a divorce, which is... <laughs> That's crazy. Just so terrible. <laughs> yeah. So terrible. And I I was just like, but it also opens us up a little bit to Jeremy, right? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know this side of Jeremy. We didn't know like this relationship he had with his parents. And I think this gives her such a perspective as to like, yes, you're being treated like a child when you're here. But you know, kind of remember that they, you know, they love you and that's just how they show their love kind of thing in a way. I just, I liked this moment between them because I think it really helps them understand each other better. And she's like, well, you know, it's only one, like a holiday, like here or there. And she's like listing every holiday. She's like, all right, well, whenever you're home, okay? (laughs) Like I'm doing my best here. But um, yeah, so then Mindy and our friend Gwen so back and forth. Can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. So you know how we say, like, uh, the characters have triggers, like, you know, like, I feel like Mindy gets really upset when, um, when someone brings up her weight, Danny gets upset when someone mentions, like, you know, about his ex-wife. I feel like Gwen really gets pissed when anyone starts calling her husband dorky. Because I think she knows her husband is dorky. No, 100%. <laughs> I think she's definitely she's very defensive of her husband. Yeah. And, he, and you know what? Mindy makes fun of him all the time yeah. on their phone calls, in person, yeah. all of that. And so it doesn't help. They go back and forth about that in her his weird cave that <laughs> yeah, Mindy kind of refers to. Yeah, cave, whatever he's got going on. Um, and she's really, like, they're pushing each other's buttons. They're mm-hmm. kind of going after each other's insecurities, going back and forth. And then Josh calls. Yeah, Josh calls. And she wants a phone truce. Yeah, phone truce basically means like, hey, we'll argue about this later. I just need to pick this up and talk to Josh real quick. 
And, you know, Gwen's like, why do you even care? Why do you want to answer his phone call? You don't want to be with him. And then this is where she finally realizes that Mindy was protecting herself by saying, I don't, it's not that I don't want to be exclusive, it's he doesn't want to be exclusive with me. Yeah, basically saying, like, you know, she does have feelings attached. She tried to make something she didn't, so that way it would hurt less. The fact that Josh, like, says, it feels weird that your boyfriend wants to be with other women. Yeah. So then she's like, well, you don't know what he was going to say. She forces Mindy to call her back, call him back. Mm-hmm. And... And the conversation goes the exact same way you expected to go with Mindy and Josh, where it's, like, kind of cute, but also douchey at the same time. He starts off by complaining about the buffet at the strip club. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> yeah, I... I have... And actually, this is a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Is that... I don't love Josh at all. Like, I think he has sweet moments, and you can kind of see where Mindy sees things with him. Yeah. But throughout, like, their entire thing, I'm like, oh, my God, Mindy, please date anybody else. See, I totally agree with you, because, like I said, with the whole buffet thing, I was kind of like, oh, come on, dude, seriously? And she was like, why'd you call? And he's like, I miss you. And I was like, oh. Yeah, like, like, he does, like, these these moments. And this brings me back to my point of, like, Mindy always writing these redeeming characters of, like, you know, you don't like them, they're annoying, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, that was nice, or, oh, like, okay, he did something sweet for her, like, it's like these buried comments of, yeah. like, what is it, those, like, compliment sandwiches? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this was nice. To build you Insult. up to tear you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, anyway, they end up kind of becoming exclusive. Yeah, getting no, Mindy which, is, once, which is great. And I felt like it was, like, kind of like, uh, like middle school for me because it was kind of like, I like you if you like me. Yeah. You know, like, if you, if you want to be exclusive, yeah, I want to be exclusive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Gwen and Mindy make back up. Mm-hmm. They're cool. And Danny learns Piano Man. <laughs> that build up. Okay, so then we go back to, I guess, like, the dessert table. Because I, I know they already ate dinner, so I'm assuming, like, this is just, like, dessert and coffee right now. But Mindy basically says to Dennis, like, it's so glad that we came so close to almost hooking up. And Dennis is, like, kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, it is so good. Things were getting pretty hot and heavy. Yeah, it's this moment of they're both kind of acknowledging we're going to keep the secret. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let it affect their two relationships, and they're going to move on. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, I... Can I say I wasn't okay with this? Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, I, I, no, I, mean, I wasn't I, either, I, I, I but wasn't like... A, I wasn't okay with this. Just because I was like, man, like, you know, he has a girlfriend. And even though if, like, on Mindy's side, it wouldn't have been too big of a deal, you know, because technically they weren't exclusive. But who knows what the situation is on, like, Dennis's side. Yeah, Dennis was clearly in the wrong here. Mindy was in the wrong for trying to go after somebody else's man. Yeah. And um, I do think that she just was trying to make more of a point than anything else oh yeah yeah um of what could have been but also like you're saying i'm this way so maybe i'll just be this way kind of thing and so i'm glad that she makes up with Gwen. i'm glad she kind of finds some perspective for herself and decides to be exclusive with josh even though i don't like josh but whatever (laughs) (laughs) um and then i just I like how they all take their pictures together um, and send it to each other. I thought that was sweet. We kind of get to see a glimpse of everyone's holiday. And I think the last part is the most interesting. What do you and I argue about? Uh, What are we arguing about now? I know. There's so many things, right? Um, Is that the last thing we see is that Danny sees a text message from Mindy. Let's get into it. And it's a picture of, like, Mindy and her crew. And he's like, oh, happy turkey. And then... 
I find this interesting. I don't know if this was on purpose or not, mm -hmm. but you see that he gets another text, but we don't see the text. And I'm assuming it's from Mindy, and I'm assuming that, like, he's starting to catch some type of feels for Mindy. What do you think? See, so what I, so what I think happened is what we see is... <laughs> what we see is some text, uh, happy turkey, which is kind of like funny, kind of like, you know, happy Thanksgiving. And I feel like someone just said a thumbs up or kind of like a, or like LOL to his little comment. And he was like, oh, like this is nice. Okay. So you don't think, you're not reading anything into a Danny Mindy thing? Not, not in the situation. I just felt okay. it was more so just him realizing like, kind of looking back like, wow, I really like spent the whole day by myself when I kind of have people who like care about me in a sense of like, you know, a coworker and a friend. I don't know. I, I really think there's, like, this little bit of, like, he's happy Mindy reached out. Uh, if we have any of the people who are participating in bingo this week, <laughs> uh, feel free to put a chip on agree to disagree for this one. Or um, as to Mackenzie's obviously right, or if you really think Lee is right, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, if I can go first, I feel like my favorite moment for this episode is when Gwen and Mindy are fighting. Just because, once again, I like when uh, Mindy insults uh, Gwen's husband and calls him a dork. And I like when Gwen's like, it's go time. And go time for her, she takes off of her sling and pulls out her cast. And is like, it's, it's like her shield, yeah. right? Like I was like, you shouldn't be doing that. That's yeah, going like, to hurt. What is she going to do? Is she going to bash Wendy in the head with this thing? I know. That was aggressive, but it is funny. And I think it shows that like sometimes best friends can really kind of duke it out a little bit. But mm -hmm. it's sometimes in each other's best interest. Like, yeah. you, you know... Sometimes you can be, like Mindy said, your own worst critic, and you need someone to be on your side kind of all the time. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment is actually when Jeremy helps Betsy oh. realize that sometimes you just kind of have to embrace it when your family kind of treats you like the baby all the time. I'm the baby, so I understand it, oh. so I get it. Um, and I just think it's so important that he's kind of like, this is just showing the way that they care about you. So I really kind of liked that moment a lot. That was sweet. And shockingly enough, it's not a Mindy moment. I know. Wow! Wow! Yeah, is that your first like? <laughs> I know, right? Favorite moment? I Crazy. I do. I, I I really liked seeing a new side of Jeremy. Yeah. I think that was really special, and that's what I think is so cool about this first season is we really get to see these different like slivers of each character. Yeah, no, some things that I feel like would take maybe like two or three seasons for you to kind of get to. Like I feel like you kind of get to see a little bit of a change with Jeremy within this just this first season. Yes, so I, I love that moment. I love this episode. It's funny, a little quirky, per usual. Um, I also want to bring up one other joke that I okay. thought was kind of funny. Um, I kind of love when Dennis and Mindy are having this moment and, like, are in the man cave or okay, whatever. I don't know, yeah, I'm excited. No, when he... Um, She's like, oh, Gita had to leave because um, one of her houses, because she's a real estate agent, oh, yeah. gets broken into. And Mindy's like... Oh, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, like clearly he's okay. Like yeah, he's he's not in this stole house. The Thanksgiving party. I was like, what? I just love that. But it's just like more so her being flirty with him. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, what can I do for you? Yeah, I I thought that was pretty funny. That's good. All right, guys. So before we hop into kind of the preview of next week's episode, I just want to say I always love to kind of highlight the people in Mindy's love life because it's such a major part of the show. So in this episode, we really do see more of Josh, again, because they could become exclusive. Mm -hmm. and then, Finally. I know, right? And then Dennis, who is a past love kind of present and now past again. Yeah, really weird. He, he comes in and goes. And then in my secret theory, kind of thinking <sighs> Danny is... 
in there. He's might not be in Mindy's love life. I guess more it's actually Danny's love life that I think is Mindy based. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, and then I feel like we have just a lot of options here, but those are the two or three that really stand out. Okay, with with saying no prior knowledge. If you just had to go off these three people, who would you want to who would you want her to be with? Just based off just the information we know at episode six. That's really hard. I know. Because they're all kind of terrible right now. <laughs> um honestly, probably Danny. I know it's gonna sound controversial, mm-hmm. but it's more so because I feel like Josh needs to prove himself a little bit more for me mm-hmm. to be on his side. Dennis kind of really took a downward turn for me in this episode because of his, like, sneakiness and so so easily willing to flirt with somebody else mm-hmm. while he was dating somebody. I thought that was a little too much. So I'm going to go Team Dennis. Really? Really. Just because I feel like Mindy has a very strong personality and Dennis has a very strong personality. And I feel like sometimes when people, like, find someone... Who, not put up with them, but, like, someone who understands them in their quirks, it kind of works out. And I kind of feel like they both understand each other. Like, Mindy understands that, like, you know, even though it's not great, some some of the things he says, but, like, Dennis does care for her. And just, like, I don't know. He meets her where she is, and she meets him where he is. Yeah. Kind of, like, they understand each other on that level. I, I get you. I, I feel you, but I... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would probably say Danny at this moment in time. Okay. That'll probably change from week to week. All right, guys. So we're wrapping up this episode. But before we do that, I figured that we would, like, kind of do a little preview of next week. Next week is going to be uh, teen patient. Mindy basically is, like, helping out, like, her, na- her teen neighbor with kind of realizing if her boyfriend is worth kind of having her first time or sexual experience with. But also Mindy kind of reflects in her own relationship by kind of diving into her relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting that there will be a lot of debate next week. I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's going to be really good. Also, <laughs> this episode, well, the episode next week, uh, really makes me feel how I feel now. Just an idea of, like, Mindy, like, feeling older because, like, I'm turning 30. And, like, she's learning things like slime and this and that. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Just like, yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we hope you guys tune in next week because it's going to be a lot of fun. Get to see another side of Mindy and their, her relationship with Josh. And uh, we hope you like and subscribe and follow along our Instagram page. Oh, yeah. We have that set up now. And please reach out with any questions or any comments. Let us know how you're feeling. Yeah. Uh, you ready? Do, 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 do.